I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. Hello and welcome back to the Artie Friends Podcast. This is Allison. And this is Kara. Today we're going to be talking about how to embrace your inner Huga girl and make your home the ultimate cozy space this winter. If you haven't heard of Huga, you maybe have seen it written out. It's H-Y-G-G-E. It's this Danish term which is all about creating warmth and cozy vibes. And as it is now winter, we thought what could be more appropriate than tapping into our inner cozy girl? Absolutely. Well, before we get into all that, which I'm very excited to chat about. We're going to do our little catch-up segment, read your guys' peaks of the weeks, share our peaks of the weeks, and then get into it. Amazing. Do you want to go first today? I feel like I always go first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yes. Updates here. Um, what have I been up to? Honestly, just hanging out in St. Louis, hanging at home, back in the routines, nothing too exciting. Uh, I did go last week to see Frozen, the musical. So that was very fun. Connor's mom is in education. And what's really cool about the St. Louis musical theater, the it's called the Fabulous Fox. They'll give last minute seats for a really cheaper price to educators, teachers, nurses or the elderly, I believe, or like the different categories. So I think they hadn't sold out all of their tickets for the show that we went to. And I think she got an email a couple days in advance saying they were selling them for really cheap last minute and like really good seats. So me, her and one of her coworkers all went and it was so cute and fun. And I literally forgot what happened in Frozen. I thought I knew what the musical or the show was. And then things are happening and I'm like, I don't remember this happening. And then, yeah, it was nice to be surprised. I did not expect the ending. So it was really cute. 
That's very wholesome. Very hookah vibes. Literally, I emailed Allison. I was like, wait, that's so funny that we decided to do an episode about hookah because I think we decided on Tuesday or maybe Monday to do that of last week. And then on Wednesday, I went to the show and there was a whole eight minute song about hookah in the musical. I'm like, wow, if that's not a sign from the universe that this episode was needed and we were on the right track, then I don't know what was because they literally sang hookah for eight minutes. It was very cute. It's just a cute word. Like I like when it's written out. I wish we had more fun words in the English language Mm -hmm. like they do in some of the other ones to describe feelings or experiences, but the English language is kind of lacking. Yeah, even Hania has mentioned that to me with some Spanish words. Obviously, I can't remember which words they were, but she's mentioned that there are words for feelings in other languages that just don't translate in the same way. And this is definitely one of them. It's like a feeling, a vibe, and there's just, yeah, no such thing. So I agree. Let's pick it up English. Let's go. Come on, come on. All right. Anything else that was last week? Yeah, that was fun. I think just other things. I've just been checking a lot of things off my to-do list. I had transferred my to-do list about, what, eight months ago over to this software called ClickUp. And it's like a virtual to-do list. Kind of like Notion, how you kind of use And I don't know. I think I just really like the pen and paper version because I would forget to go on ClickUp. I would forget to look at the things I'm supposed to be doing. And it's really nice and organized because you can organize it by the different segments of your life. So I have like my producing things I need to get done. And yes, it's very organized. But for some reason, I have just been way more on top of it with like a pen and paper to-do list. So that's my little tip for today is don't be afraid to get out that pen and paper, write down things because that's definitely helped me. And It feels so good to see everything that you wrote down, checked off, go to a new page. So um, yeah, that's just what I've been up to, making making lots of to-do lists and going from there. I love that. I'm the same way. I'm still always going to be a pen and paper girl. To me, my notion is kind of like, I don't know, if I was in a classroom, it's like the big bullets that get written up on the board. Mm -hmm. And then my notes are like way more broken down on paper. Yeah. Like a bit, it's a good overview. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because then sometimes I can get caught up and a few days will pass and I haven't looked at my notion and then I go to it. And I'm like, oh, yes, there's that project that had that deadline. Mm-hmm. Better for the the big picture things no, that's for good. me. That's good for me to think about, too. Because I'm like, I paid for the year subscription of ClickUp. And I'm like, oh, my God, I need to like continue using this. Maybe I can still use it for bigger picture things. Yeah. I feel like deadlines is the most helpful. And I have one tab for packages on the way. And that one's really helpful because mm-hmm. sometimes I'll forget like, okay, which package was with FedEx or which yeah. one's with UPS. And like, I need to keep track. And you know after our cupcake ordeal. Kara was so sweet. She got me cupcakes for my birthday. And I don't usually order that much to my apartment because our mail system is very complicated. I don't really have a good way to de- to deliver to my place. And so I have to like stalk the tracking address. And <laughs> poor Kara, like- I had no I was idea. Gone. <laughs> I felt so bad. I'm like, I cannot believe I'm causing you this much stress. And it's a birthday gift. But it is well, because, stressful, like, right? They they kept missing you or you kept... I yeah, because I did the staycation. So I was gone on my birthday when the cupcakes were to arrive and then they just kept missing me. And Kara was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, it's okay. You can just give me the tracking number and I'll, I'll go find them. But point being, in my notion, I've got to have the tracking numbers written down so yeah. I can keep an eye out. But no, that's about it. Just living at life at home and... Yeah, going to musicals. <laughs> what about you? Um, I just got back this morning. 
Yeah. I went to LA for the weekend very unexpectedly. I want to like give you guys some updates, as many updates as I can, but like I can't say a whole lot yet. Um, it's like a very weird situation. But two years ago, I went to Joshua Tree and I stayed at this property and it was a brand new listing. It was like this really cute Airstream. And I noticed that it like didn't have any reviews yet. And I was like, is this a real listing? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not sure, but it's really cute and I want to stay there. So I had reached out to the host on there and was like, hey, if you'd be willing to let me stay at your place for free, I'll like take some photos. I'll make you the guidebook. Like I'll write a really good review. That way, you know, people see that this is a legit place. And the dude was like, okay, yeah, cool. So we ended up working together because since I was like the first person to stay there, I had to like set up the generator. And there was like a few things that I had to do that he didn't know didn't work because it was all the way out in Joshua Tree and he lived in LA. And we just kind of got to know each other and have stayed in contact ever since then. And about... A month ago, maybe, I just felt my intuition calling that was like, hey, just reach out to this guy and ask him if he needs help with anything. Because back when I stayed two years ago, he only had like, I don't know, maybe five to 10 Airbnbs. And I like looked a few weeks ago and I was like, oh, dude's got like 30 or 40 now. Like he's probably maybe a bit overwhelmed. <laughs> and so I was like, maybe he has some things that he either needs help with, like making the cute little guidebooks. Like, you know, when you go to an Airbnb and they have like the cute local spots, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or just like a nice binder with all the information laid out. Yeah, like here's how to get into the garage. Here's the Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. like that type of thing. Or like photos for listings or his marketing. Like I figured somewhere, somehow I could help him if he would be willing to hire me remotely for that. And he immediately replied and was like, okay, actually, yeah, this is really good timing. I'm having this workshop this weekend if you want to come out for it. And I was like, oh, it's really nice, but like I have to work. And he's like, I'll pay for it and you can just stay at the Airbnbs. And I was like, oh, I mean, okay, now I'll come. Yeah, and wow. then I know. And so the whole weekend was all paid for and I just like kind of helped him with the workshop and I learned so much about Airbnb, real estate, investing, because there's a lot of people at this workshop that are in that space and they just kind of like took turns sharing what they were good at and yeah it really opened my mind a few weeks ago we were talking on here about how I have a hard time asking for help and how I'm just like oh I'm independent and so hard to ask for help if this trip did anything it taught me that you can never get to the level that these guys are at without help like it takes a village you have to trust people like there's going to be so many helping hands and that was just great for me to see behind the scenes and the way that these guys talked about about numbers like they'd be like uh $700,000 oh 1.5 million like that it was just like casual little projects like they're working on and it was really inspiring to see people talk about huge numbers like it was just nothing I don't know my life I'm so used to running a thrift shop with college students that come in that are like oh should I spend $40 on this mm -hmm. to go to these guys and be like oh yeah I just got this new property in Maui for two million <laughs> and like it's just like nothing oh my god Gosh. Well, that's what they say is that if you want to level up, you want to make more money or be in that higher tax bracket, you have to surround yourself with people who are making more money. And that's literally the perfect way. Perfect example yeah. of that. Yeah. And then... And it shows to that, you know, they just toss around information too. Like they've already achieved so much. So they're not like gatekeeping all of their information. Like they, they're already doing well enough. They can just share. So that was nice to have those connections. Wow. 
Wow, exciting. Is it, are you helping with like social media stuff or just everything? Okay, so he is very, very good at actually, he, he has a background in construction. And so he knows how to like build these homes, get them done, which was also like so cool to see. Like to me, the concept of building a house has always been like, I'm like, I don't know, the houses just pop up. I don't have any clue how they buy a plot of land and a house just appears and it has like flooring. Like that to me is mind blowing, but seeing like the behind the scenes of it happening, I'm like, okay, that maybe this is not as hard as I've made it out to be. Not that I would be the one to ever build a house, but how it rolls out. Mm -hmm. um, and so his background is like the construction, the real estate, the buying, the numbers, furnishing it. Not so much like the marketing, social media side. All of his properties are full all the time, but making this education side. Right. So all of these we went to a university yesterday and he did a, a presentation and we just like had nothing to give the students. Mm -hmm. Like we want to be able to give like PDFs of like, here's a $10 contract you could buy to pitch to your landlord. Here's like the furnishing list, like building out all these links for him. Right. So that's kind of like, I think I see the last part of them listing the Airbnbs, then we can move into the whole education, marketing, social media structure side. But it'll be a long project and we'll see. I even feel like I'm like oversharing too much now because <laughs> um, we're, him and I are both just like totally figuring it out as we're going. So well, that's exciting. I don't know. Yeah. If anything, my advice and what I realized from this, like we're always just saying, you know, shoot your shot. But even if I wasn't getting paid, I feel like I just learned $20,000 of information. Mm -hmm. So even if there's someone that you guys admire in some industry, like if you ask them for help, I was listening to this podcast the other day and this really important angel investor, I think is what he is, said that someone pitched him in his DMs. It was like, hey, I see you're in San Diego right now. When you're leaving, I will pick you up and take you to the airport if I can pitch you my business plan on the way. And the guy was like, well, you know, I am going to need a ride. What else am I going to be doing in the Uber on the way to the airport? And then he ended up giving the dude the money for the project. Mm -hmm. So just being very, I don't know, creative with your approaches. Yes, literally that. And also offer a solution to this more important person's life. I saw that as a tip on TikTok is we always talk about networking and we always talk about reaching out to people. But if you can offer them a solution to one of their problems or just offer them help in some way, you're 10 times more likely to get a response and way more likely to make that connection. So that's exactly what that guy did was he thought of a problem that this guy has, offered a solution, and then that guy was way more likely to network with him. So that's perfect. Yeah, because at those guys' levels, like literally 15 minutes is so valuable. Mm -hmm. And I even saw that working with those guys, like how their phones were blowing up every second. They were doing so many things. Like now I see why people's, it'll be like, okay, my 15 minute coaching call is like some extraordinary amount of money. I'm like, that is insane. But actually you can really teach someone a lot in 15 minutes. Or if they had a very specific question that was going to be like a make or break on a deal, I could see how, I don't know, hiring someone for a one-on-one -on -one like that would be so worth it. Well, I'm so excited for you. That is such a great tip. I know I got to go to a conference once because I ran the social media for the conference. I got to do that for free. So that is such a great reminder and a great tip. If there's ever an educational workshop, conference, thing like that, reach out and see what they need help with because you never know. Like that totally... Never, even if you're setting up chairs or yeah. like greeting people and let like there is so much to be done at those big conference workshop things that they need so many helping hands. Mm-hmm. 
and unrelated, but kind of the same. I used to work at a huge, uh, where they have concerts. I don't know, arena. Oh, okay. And I was like the suite attendant, but I got to go to all of the concerts for free as Mm -hmm. a product of it. And it was like, obviously great that I was like making money from the suites, but it was so cool to just like have behind the scenes at all these concerts for two years. That is such a good reminder, especially I think, I know personally, I kind of forgot about that because of COVID and nothing was even happening because that conference I went to was in 2019 and kind of the world shut down. But now that they're picking up again, definitely shoot your shot. I love that. Yay. Okay, peak of the week. What was your peak? What was my peak of all that? Um, hmm. Okay, actually it was so cute. Everyone in this group pretty much is from Mexico. And I felt like it was just so funny being like the one white girl as they're like all speaking Spanish, but they like brought me into their family in the most wholesome way. And I like told them I eat vegetarian and we... There's this one guy who is like just loving dad vibes. Like he was so sweet and he made everyone go like 20 minutes away to this vegetarian restaurant because he wanted me to have like a really good experience. And it was like a cute, trendy place. I was so proud of him for picking that spot. So he like got us a reservation there and then like paid for everyone's food. And he was like, did you like it? Like, (laughs) was this your kind of spot? And I was just like, damn, that was so nice. Aw, what, do you remember what the place is called? Yeah, it's called Zinc. Zinc. It's down in the arts district okay perfect mm, if it was in omaha i would be there like every single day every day yeah wow that's really fun how about you I would say my peak, um, getting Taylor Swift tickets. That was the literal Hunger Games of the year, I think. Uh, basically, if you don't know, Taylor Swift tickets are very hard to get this year. You had to apply to get pre-approved to even shop for them. So I applied and got waitlisted, but my friend Heidi got approved. And backstory, we went to almost every single Taylor Swift concert together, starting with her very first tour by Skipped Reputation. So that's the only one I didn't get to, but that's like our thing ever since, what, sophomore year of high school, we go to the Taylor Swift concert together. So we got tickets, which we're very excited. That's the Kansas City show, the Saturday show. I think it's July 8th of next year. Okay, so for someone who does not know all of this. Why Why was it so hard to get tickets? Just because she hasn't been on tour in a little while? She hasn't been on tour. Loverfest got canceled. And then, yeah, Reputation was her last tour, which I wasn't really into her at that point. I don't know why. That phase just didn't resonate with me. So I just didn't go to that. But... Yeah, so she's been on tour maybe since like 2017, I would think that was. And then obviously she's just one of the biggest artists in the world and it crashed the Ticketmaster site. If you guys want to laugh, go look at the Twitter tweets of Ticketmaster Taylor Swift. I was crying laughing. People are so funny. Just like, what's Joe Biden's plan for my experience with Ticketmaster today? Like just funny stuff. So go check it out. Wow, I so missed all of that. I literally saw (laughs) your story and someone else's, but good to know that... Are there other artists that it's this? Apparently, um, Harry Styles was kind of crazy too. So, yeah, I don't know. Just I need to go to a concert. I haven't been to one in a while. You can come with us. Come to T Swift. (laughs) I think that it would be hypocritical because I think I've made a few non T Swift fan comments. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's okay. I don't know. I'm not. I have nothing against the girl. I think she's too happy for me. Really, people would say she's melancholy oh I don't know what it is maybe maybe I haven't given her enough of a chance but like when I was younger I never liked her music give Midnight's a chance go listen to it actually I think on one of the more recent episodes you said you're into the melancholy five and she literally says that word I know for sure in one of the songs um lavender haze I think she says mm-hmm. I don't know can't sing okay anyways that wait was- wait okay <laughs> I have one 
tying up thing to say. I think it's because I'm not a huge female vocalist artist. Like something about, oh my God, it's going to sound like sexist or something, but it kind of like annoys me. (laughs) Like I really like listen. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. There's got to be someone out there that gets what I'm saying, but. I think that's a fair opinion. You can have your opinions. Like a guy on the acoustic guitar, like that's more peaceful to me. The girl's voices like are just kind of triggering. I don't know what it is. Okay, I don't think that's out. bad. No, I don't think that's bad <laughs> to say at all. If that's how you feel, I mean, I could see it. I don't know. I'll unpack that trauma at, an, <laughs> at a later date. You'll talk to your therapist about that one. Okay, great. <laughs> Let's read your guys' peaks. Anna said, I'm officially a resident of Spain. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. I'm jealous. Yeah, me too. I want to know more. Like, how how long did that take? How did you do that? Yeah, That's amazing. Give us the details. Also, let us come visit. Please and thank you. (laughs) And Nanette said, going for a three-mile walk every morning, appreciating a slower morning and colorful leaves. We love that. Romanticizing your day-to-day. That's awesome. Okay. Ashley had the same peak as me, scoring Taylor tickets after being on Ticketmaster for six and a half hours. No, Allison, they literally crashed the site. Like, not only did Ticketmaster make you pre-apply so they knew how many people would be on that they approved, it, it still crashed the site. And it was taking people like 12 hours to get tickets. So I'm glad okay, you got well, some I'll tickets, just read, Ashley. I'll read Lexi's too. Her says getting Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, so apparently there's a ton of T-Swift fans in our in our little circle. Well, I'm glad you guys got tickets. It was seriously, again, Hunger Games. So happy for us. Happy for you guys. Yes, yes. Okay. As always, send in your peaks to our Instagram, Already Friends Podcast. All right. And getting into today's topic, we wanted to do this as a different spin on last year's episode. We did like how to embrace the winter, I think last year, something like that. And we wanted to really add in the Huga Girl element this year. Like we're not just embracing. We're like going full cozy, wholesome winter vibe mode this year. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned in the beginning of the episode, we give a little bit of background of Huga, but I'm just going to read this definition from a Scandinavian blog. Uh, According to Scandinavia Standard Vlog, Huga is about the coziness and surrounding yourself with the things that make life good, like friendship, laughter, and security, as well as some more concrete things like warmth, light, seasonal food, and drink. So I feel like just thinking about how it gets darker earlier, how it is dark and cold, Huga is supposed to be that warmth, that light that gets you through those tough times. And another definition is Huga is about having less, enjoying more, the pleasure of simple being. It is generous and celebratory, a way to remember the importance of the simple act of living itself. And that is from Louisa Thompson Brits in the book of Huga, The Danish Art of Contentment, Comfort, and Connection. These words are all so magical. I know. There's a book or I think something that I saw one time at Urban Outfitters and it just has all these Danish words that mean different things. Yeah, and there's one for feeling nostalgia. I don't know what the words are, but it's really cool how words can have that power of bringing in all these emotions, having all that meaning. Yes. Yes. I think Fernway is one. That's like the longing of traveling to foreign places. I think that one's German though. Wow. I hope I didn't butcher that, but yeah, just these cool words. Love it. Yay. Well, we put together a little outline of things that we're going to do, things that we're encouraging you guys to do this winter to tap into that huga. And I think the first thing we want to talk about was 
soothing colors and textures. Allison, you wrote this down. What did you mean by this? Okay, so when you're going around your house in the winter, it can feel like cold and hard. So for me, that's like adding more blankets like around like over the sofa, on the chair. Like normally in the summer, I don't have a blanket and a cushion on my office chair, but I've added one now because like in the morning, I'm cold and leaving my slippers out like on the edge of my bed. Mm-hmm. I actually went to Target last week and bought like two more pillows for our bed and a long body pillow because I was like, we just need all the pillows. Mm-hmm. All the coziness, all the comfiness. Yeah. And just like maybe fluffier or like softer fabrics. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it yet, but I really want to upgrade our bedding. We have like the Magnolia set from Target, but I want like adult bougie bedding. Mm-hmm. That's maybe silk or linen. But if that's in the budget for you guys, I feel like that would be a really great. Or bath towels. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to up mine. Like if Glenn and I are getting married, really nice bath towels are going on our registry <laughs> yeah. that we won't have because I hate on wet registries all the time. <laughs> no, that's great. I'm with you on the slippers. I got Ugg slippers from Nordstrom Rack a couple months ago for 30% off, something like that. And I've just been living in them nonstop 24-7 to the point where I just wear them out and about. They look enough like Birkenstocks to me where I think they can pass for an outdoor shoe. Um, I literally wear them Pilates, wear them around my house, go on walks in them. It's it's an obsession. So love that. Yeah, I got West Elm bedding last year and that was no regrets there. Honestly, best decision ever. I'm with you on having the nice bedding. It just makes getting into bed and even making your bed more enjoyable, more of an experience because you like how it looks when it's all done up. Um, but yeah, anything specific also about like the colors for you that makes something more soothing? Mm, that's a great question. Earth tones or? I mean, I'm always going to be an earth tone girl, I think, at least for the near immediate future. I just love my earth tones. We did have um, Luna, if you guys remember, mm-hmm. I was a sponsor of one of our podcast episodes. They sent us these weighted blankets. I feel like that would be really great for the winter too. I mean, it's not like I don't think they're technically adding more warmth, but they're adding like that security and like that hug feeling. Oh, that's definitely Huga. Yeah. Major. <laughs> yeah. Major. It's like a warm hug. Yeah. Or a nice big Ooh, hug. Or like a really nice robe. That would be great for this too. Mm-hmm. Hotel robes. That's a really great gift. And yeah, if you ever go to a nice hotel and they gave you the option to buy a robe or just Google hotel robes, those are always so nice. Yeah, I need to get on that. I saw you also wrote down cozy indoor socks, like thick knit socks. Have you been doing that yet? If so, drop your favorite kinds. What's the texture? Where are we getting them? Oh, yeah. Big <laughs> Le bon shop girl. I had bought like five pairs a couple, maybe like two months ago. And I reached out to them and I was like, if you guys just keep sending me more socks, I will talk about Le Bon socks in any possible conversation because I am so obsessed with them. That is all I took to LA this weekend. And... I don't, they're just so good. Anyone that has them, like the few times I post about them on my stories, I get so many replies of people being like, no, they literally are that good. Like there is something extra about these socks. I don't know what they do. Do you have a pair yet? No, I I don't know what they are. Will you clarify? They just... I mean, on a basic level, they're just socks. I don't know. It's just this 
brand that does socks, but they have different styles, like a more dress sock versus like more sporty versus like a thicker one. And they come in all different colors, but they're just like nice, nicely made. And I was reading the about section of their website and they said that they don't care about like being the biggest company in the world. They just want to be like known for doing a really good job of what, at what they do. Mm-hmm. And I definitely feel like they've mastered that. Like you can just tell when they come like, oh, some thought was put into this. So they would make the best stocking stuffer for the holidays if we're already thinking about holiday gifting season, but yeah. Okay, cool. We can link that in the show notes too, because I don't know how to spell that. Oh yeah, it's L-E space B-O-N. Oh, perfect. Okay, yay. Thanks for letting me like just gas that up even more. You guys will think if if I've made one wreck that you, that is like so true. No, footwear and fluffy, comfy, socks, especially in the winter, is is very hookah. I think it's definitely time for me to upgrade from my pink fuzzy Target socks that I've had for like six years. So I'll definitely be looking into that. Okay, next thing that we wrote down that's very hookah is the decorations in your house that appeal to the senses. So first off, good smells, warm candles, hookah, <laughs> diffusers, pot pourri, which Pot, oh, how, how you say it? <laughs> potpourri. Potpourri. I'm like yeah. traumatized from, not only, I always just think of poopery now. Like the poop one. Oh, the spray. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Potpourri. <laughs> That's so funny. Have you ever made like your own potpourri? I see so many TikToks and I have not done it because, yeah. My, okay. My I mom made has. Some? Oh, that sounds like a something she would do. I made some and I had it kind of low like by our door and I put like cinnamon sticks in it Mm -hmm. and then I didn't think about it but like all of a sudden Peaches was like eating it because she wanted the cinnamon stick and I was like, okay, note to self, put the homemade potpourri up high. Oh my gosh. Okay, for those few smell things, I wrote this down. This is a little tangent. I learned recently that candles that are made really cheap are literally so bad for you. And apparently you should be looking for natural wax candles. A common type of wax that's used for candles is paraffin. And apparently it's made from leftovers of fossil fuel. And when you burn it, it's literally burning fumes like formaldehyde, which is what they use to like put on dead bodies to like preserve them. So if you're out and about candle shopping this year, look for soy wax candles, coconut wax. I, I always had heard that. Beeswax. Beeswax. I just had never actually known why. And that's why. And like that is traumatizing. Oh yeah. They say that those candles are as bad as putting your face at the end of the exhaust of a car and just breathing that in. And everyone's just putting it in their homes. I had no idea. Like I just thought you wanted a soy one or a wax one because it's it's like, I don't know, better for the environment. Oh. I don't I don't know why, but literally guys, the paraffin ones are so bad. Also, if you can, they say to avoid the fragrance ones. If you have to pick and choose what rules you follow, definitely skip out on the paraffin. Um, I looked up a few boys smell candles, use coconut and soy wax. Mrs. Myers, the ones you can get at Target uh, are a couple brands. I have a boys smell candle on my Christmas want list. So that was my little tangent on candles. So we want, we care about you guys. We don't want you to be breathing in toxic fumes. I'm really proud of this uh, chemical discovering journey you're on because I feel like I've been ranting about these things for so long. But when you don't like read it or see it for yourself, I feel like it's just easy to think that people are just like being crazy. But then when you start like digging into it, you're like, this is all so messed up. Oh, it's so messed up. And it can be a bit overwhelming. But yeah, I saw this TikTok one time of this girl being like, when you walk 
in and you see like they're all just burning Bath and Body Works candles and you're just like, oh my God, I got to get out. That's that's me. I'm like, you can, you can smell the difference. I don't know how to describe it, but if I walk into someone's house and it's like the Walmart candles, like the pungentness difference of those icky candles, you can kind of like smell it. It doesn't feel clean. That's crazy. But that's also why diffusers are great because yes. it, it's literally just essential oils, water, or like a very clean room spray and water. Like that is a great option if you're overwhelmed by expensive, nice candles. Yeah. I have a diffuser. I will give a little preface. Just make sure whichever oil you're diffusing is pet safe because apparently mm-hmm. dogs and pets can't be breathing in citrus or other types. I know for sure citrus is one. Eucalyptus, it's toxic to dogs. So definitely make sure you're diffusing because I bought one literally a couple of days ago that I thought was good for dogs. It said non-toxic on it and it was toxic. So mm-hmm. I learned when I went to Des Moines just a few weeks ago, I went to Eden. It's a scent shop. And the guy was telling me all about how some of them are not dog safe. And that's why he recommended the room spray. So that's kind of how uh, I got it. It's like okay. if you or perfume, mm-hmm. like if you just have a nice perfume that is non-toxic, you can just add a few drops to the water. Oh. Yeah, so I just have like, my room sprays are from Beverly and Third. It's like this cute small business. There's only like a few ingredients in them. They're very clean. I just open the little screw container, add a few drops to my diffuser, and it makes that room spray container last so long. Okay, great tip. I love that. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Breathing in chemicals, not huga. Not (laughs) huga. Okay, any other smell things we want to add? Hmm. If I had a fireplace, that would like so be on there, like some really nice fresh wood. Wow. Maybe just make a fake little bonfire in the living room. Oh my gosh. They sell little tins that are like, what, the size of your palm that are little bonfires (laughs) for your house now. Yeah, I was on Shark Tank. (laughs) Oh my God. That's amazing. Someone gets me. Yeah. (laughs) It's for all those city girls like you that don't have a fireplace. I have a fireplace, but it has not been working for many, many years. It's been closed off. So I will also be buying a mini campfire chimney fire. (laughs) Okay. One of the other senses, feel, touch. We wrote down some things to elevate that sense. And one of them was nice lotions. I need lotion. After just being gone all weekend, I usually don't pack like my coconut oil because I've had trips where then it melts and gets all over my things. But having, you know, your skin is so dry in the winter. So Mm -hmm. getting really nice natural chapsticks and lotions makes makes me feel lathered. I have a nice thick consistency one. It's La Roche-Posay. fragrance-free. I think it's pretty clean lotion. And I very much recommend that. I have their body lotion, the big pump, and then I also have a hand lotion one. Those are both really nice. Ooh, yeah. Good sounds fancy. I like it. Not Huga is watery lotions. <laughs> yeah. Not, honestly, I'm just canceling Bath and Body Works. Like <laughs> yeah. when if I open a gift, this sounds so ungrateful, but and it's Bath and Body Works, like I'm so sad. Like how is Bath and Body Works still in business? I don't know. I mean, I think they're struggling. So <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Sorry. Down with Bath and, Bath and well, Body Works. Okay, but they have opportunity. Like they obviously know that their products have chemicals in them. They're the ones making them. Mm-hmm. They could literally just rebrand as a natural. They're already massive. They absolutely have the money to do it better, but they don't care. I know. I think a lot of companies three, four years ago, once they started to realize people were catching on to a lot of their products being toxic, they bought out the smaller companies or started their own innovations to be less toxic. I don't think Bath & Body Works did that. Bath & Body Works is not Huga. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, I feel like there's probably going to be a lot of people that like Bath and Body Works, but we're just saying this. That's just our education. opinion. Yeah. 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 And maybe you love it. And if you want to Bath and Body Works up your whole house, have at it. Just <laughs> from someone who didn't know, this is just us letting you know, because I had no idea. Winter candy apple. That was my shit. I had the hand sanitizer, the <laughs> lotion, the body gel. So I was there, but that's okay. Yeah. It's just, we're yeah. all somewhere with all kinds of things. Yeah. You know, it's all a long journey. And it doesn't mean, you know, maybe this weekend when I had three days of dry hands, if there had been one Bath and Body Works thing and I would have had to use it, maybe I would have used it. But I think it's all about, you know, once you learn this stuff, the majority of the time, how can you, you know, improve your life and choose better options so that we can all live long, healthy lives? Exactly. As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash already friends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash already friends to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the already friends podcast. Okay, this one I'm pretty excited about. I don't know if this is official Huga, but this is what I do in my house and it makes it feel so much more calm for me. And there is a fancy word for it, but it's like removing the words in your home. Mm -hmm. For me, you know, like let's say you're looking around. If you had all the labels still like on all of your food and all of the packaging and those Hobby Lobby things that I despise (laughs) that have like the cheesy sayings, like to me, that feels like, really overwhelming and that I'm being advertised to all day. Of course, when we go out into the world, you know, there's ads everywhere. There's billboards. It's a part of life. We just had ads on this podcast. You're scrolling social media. There's ads. But at home, in order to really rejuvenate and feel like safe and calm, I feel like I need to get the ads out of there. Mm -hmm. So I take a lot of my dried food and my produce, like just take the stickers off, dump them into bigger glass jars. That way, everything just like looks like lean and... Ad free. Yeah. Label free. I see a vision of those people that make their fridges really nice and put everything in the glass containers, take all the labels off, take all the blueberries out of their boxes and all that. And I feel like that ties into that too. And I think that's something I can get behind as well. Yeah, it's really satisfying. I I made a TikTok about it and someone asked like, how do you know when things expire then? Mm -hmm. For the dried stuff, like oatmeal, pasta, whatever, like that stuff doesn't really expire very fast. And for me, if I'm just buying one container of it and I can see it in a glass jar on my shelf, I'm actually more inclined to use it because I can see it and see how much is left. Mm -hmm. And for the produce, like if you can't tell your food's 
expiring, then maybe you should not be eating it. That's <laughs> to true. Be honest. Like, like you can look at blueberries and be like, are these still okay to eat? But yeah. if you're eating a lot of preservative food, then that's maybe a different thing to explore. Yeah. The only thing I would think is like spices expiring, but I don't know. Do you even worry about that? Do you use yeah. them enough? Exactly. And like really, I feel like with those expiring, are you talking about the dried ones on the... Yeah, that's the only other one I could think of. I think they just kind of go bland. I mean, it's not like you're probably going to get food poisoning from <laughs> yeah. salt that's been up there too long. Yeah. No. And if if anything, you always just write on the bottom if you're really concerned. Yeah. In like a small Sharpie. I literally, yep. On the bottom of some little piece of paper or even just labeling what it is. Uh-huh. Because sometimes, you know, basil, thyme, like some of those things can look similar. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think with your eyes and nose, you can tell things are expired. But that's a good tip. I think that, especially for someone like you who's very visual and likes visual things, that's really a really good, important, relaxing huga tip. Okay, I think next thing we wrote down was elevating small nooks. I'm sitting right now in an elevated small nook myself. <laughs> I have a little sunroom that I made really cozy. Put a fuzzy white couch in here. Put Palo Santo in here. Have plants in here. Just elevated this room to be somewhere where I want to sit and relax in. So that's a great tip. I do feel like smaller spaces by default feel more warm. Mm -hmm. like even if you had the same room or two rooms at the same temperature and one was smaller and one was bigger, like that tightness like makes it feel more cozy. Mm -hmm. Any other small nooks in your house that you like? I My closet is like another small nook. I have my lighting in there, do my makeup, have my whole makeup stand. That's another place That's one. that I've maximized, really made it so I like being in there. I like doing my hair and makeup in there. Love what, that. what about you? I have our little spare bedroom, meditation, yoga, weights, higher dose sauna blanket. <laughs> it's like, it's trying to be a lot of things, but it's working. <laughs> it's like... A calm know. relaxation room, yeah. workout room. It's the it's the Zen corner. Yeah, it's the wellness space. And in my living room, I guess I have my living room sectioned off into three things. It's like the couch and TV corner, and then there's my little rocking chair with my bookshelf, and then there's the dining table. And I I like it sectioned off like that. It feels like yeah, you're getting more out of the small spaces. Especially, I'm sure a lot of us are in our era where we're not at the mansion stage yet, so we have to maximize our space. Mm -hmm. No. That's a good tip. Sectioning off is because I know even in my first floor, we have like the dining room is attached to the living room. But we section it off so that they're definitely two completely different spaces. And it feels like you're going into a fully different place when you kind of walk into the different ones. No, that's great. I think speaking of your wellness room and the blanket, I, would, I did want to say one of the Huga tips I have is to tap into the Danish practice of saunas because saunas are a cornerstone of Scandinavia is what I was reading. And in Denmark, many people use saunas quite frequently. It's very much part of the huga lifestyle. So some things, take a hot bath, join a gym with a sauna or a steam room, get a sauna blanket or another one. If you don't have any of those, do a spa day. This is something that we did for Connor's grandma's birthday. We all booked an hour massage. I think this was back in July. And I think it was around $150, $200 with tip taxes, everything. And we got access all day to that spa's pools, showers, hot tubs, saunas. So you can go book a massage for like 5 p.m. and go at 9 a.m. and just spend all day at the spa. So check out if your area has any of those because that's a great way to huga. That's great. Yeah. My skin place, you got to go Actually, I honestly think because I had a monthly membership, I think you could go use the facilities anytime. Wow. I also have to give a really quick shout. Uh, one of my layover yesterday, 
this morning. I don't even know what day it is. Was in Salt Lake City. And there's this new place called Treat. And I think their Instagram is like treat care and they're like revolutionizing lounges in a wellness oriented way. And they have three locations now. Have you seen this? No. Okay. There's one in JFK, Salt Lake. And I don't know where the third one was, but they just opened like a month or two ago. And it is so cute. I walked by and I had a very short layover and I looked and I was like, I have to go in. I took a bunch of clips, so I'll make a TikTok of it. But they had a little retail section of like cute wellness vitamin things like a lot of small brands, a lot of female owned. And then they had little rooms and you would rent the room by the 30 minutes. And it had one of those touch screens where you could do different like workouts. Mm. It had a a mat, weight, uh, shower, this really like soft elevated like massage table type of thing. You could do I, uh, IV drips of well, oh my god, vitamin things like they were so cool and it was so affordable, stunningly designed. And it kind of just makes me excited to see things like that happening in our world where it's like, ah, oh, you know, there's the bath and body works of the world, and then there's the treats of the world that are like trying to change things for people so that while they're traveling, they can have healthy, wellness oriented options. So I was stoked to see that. Oh my gosh, that sounds like my dream business, Joan. <laughs> it's like an airport right? lounge chain that's like all around health and wellness. That sounds amazing. I'll definitely have to check that out next time I'm flying. Yeah. No, I literally told her, I was like, suddenly I'm having trying to have like a six hour layover. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's really cool. Kind of piggybacking off of our elevated nooks. We've talked about it a little bit here before and so have some of our listeners send in peaks is just making areas in our homes to relax that we don't work in. Mm-hmm. A lot of people work remotely. And so trying to find a nook or a space that is not where your laptop is, that you can have maybe like a no laptop, a no phone zone. So especially over the winter where maybe you're less inclined to go out to that coffee shop to not feel like you've been trapped in your one same place all day. Yeah, that's really good. I think it is good. Even subconsciously, it's going to change the way that you feel in those different spaces if you don't even notice it right away. Yeah, I think some other rapid fire ones that we wanted to shout out, outdoor areas, having a fire pit. I have my solo stove. We love it. We got it as a gift. It's great. So we'll hang out there, do little fires, get that warmth from that. You have an outdoor area, right? Yeah, ours is kind of uh, walled in as our sunroom, but it's a great block from the wind. Yeah, so it's like kind of, it's it's like a porch. Yeah, not fully inside, but kind of inside. Mm-hmm. We've got our string lights and mm-hmm. I know you wrote down like playing relaxing music. Like Clay and I will just go out there and we'll just like vibe on the couch. We'll light some incense and oh, it's just so cozy. Literally with the music in the winter, what makes me feel hygge is playing jazz music and cooking dinner. Like I don't usually play music. I don't feel like in the summer or in the fall, even the spring, but in winter, I'm really in the kitchen playing music because it gets so dark early. I'm like, what can I do to lift up the energy, lift up the vibes, jazz music or just type in cooking music playlist and like the old Italian songs, old jazz songs, like that is for me. Wait, you're so right. I do that too. Like in the summer, I have like the windows open, you know, and you can like hear the outside. But in the winter, I'm suddenly like playing, like looking up cooking playlists on Spotify. Yeah. Speaker lives in my kitchen. It's plugged (laughs) in. That's all we're listening to. Yeah. It makes it like romantic. It does. Because it is darker. You have like that mood lighting. Add the music to it. The steam, steamy up the windows from like cooking soup or I don't know, Add warm a beeswax meal. candle. Yeah, a beeswax. <laughs> Listen, you guys, no paraffin. <laughs> no, I think 
music, relaxing music, maybe even a Huga playlist. Look up if there's one for that. <gasps> Should we make a Huga playlist I, for everyone? I think we need to make a Huga playlist. Okay, this is cute. This, this will hold us to it. Yeah. By the time this comes out, go to the link in our bio and listen to our Huga playlist. Love. I think that, anything else? No, I think that's all my Huga things. And even at the end of all of this, spend time with people that you love. That's the most Huga thing of all is being around warm people, warm friends, warm family. It doesn't have to be a bunch of materialistic things, which I don't think we even really focused on. I feel like it's just that warm feeling that you get with spending time with people who are full of light, full of love. That's how you're going to have a Huga winter. I love that. Like inviting a friend over and you guys are just reading books in front of the fire. Yeah. Sounds adorable. Like you said, just sitting around some chairs, playing good music, having a warm meal, some drinks. That's Huga, baby. Huga. Well, well, we hope you guys enjoyed this. We'll all be embracing our inner Huga girls together. And guys. Girls and guys. There we go. That was another episode of Already Friends. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. See ya. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much again for listening to another episode. We seriously appreciate all the love and support and to show our appreciation, Allison's going to announce a giveaway that we have going on and she's going to tell you how you can get entered. All right. What you can win is a big PR box full of all of these awesome products. There will be something in there for everyone in order to get entered. There are two things you can do. One is to leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to send a screenshot of that to our Instagram. That way we know you left that review or you can put something up on your Instagram story, whether that's a screenshot of a podcast episode you're listening to, a quote that you resonated with, and tag us so that we can make sure to see it. And then we will put you into our chart of your name and we will draw at the end of the year. As always, if you guys want to stay connected with us, you can join our Facebook group, Already Friends Podcast, Friend Squad. You can also join our Patreon page, patreon.com slash friends. It's $5 a month for a bonus episode every single month with access to our entire backlog of bonus episodes. Guys, so many good topics there. So go check that out. And yeah, as always thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys next time bye Bye.